I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything! Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Hey, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better, and we're going to have a chat for a second. So originally in this space, you were supposed to be getting about 10 to 15 minutes of me talking about some newsletter stuff. Uh, and then I went to work and, and worked on the rest of my day, did some client stuff, did some prep stuff, checked out social media, you know, did like a work day. And over the course of the day, um, I... I got really, uh, to put this mildly, really fucking irritated. Genuinely, like, Sam Jackson level, snakes on a plane, angry, irritated. Because there's a, there's a problem in writing, and there's a problem with a lot of writers, especially early on in their process, who might have accomplished a lot of things. You know, they self-pubbed a lot of books. They've written a lot of drafts. They've written a lot of trunk novels. But they, they haven't grown their craft. Like they're they're they've done a lot of things, but they haven't like branched out or improved. They've just been really busy. And the thing that's really bugging me is that this transition they need to make, this this sort of plateau and then busting through it and this point of growth, it it's real fixable. It's it's real fixable. And I'm I'm angry, not not at them, not not at them. I, I it's not your fault if you're one of these writers. You just didn't fucking know. Uh, I'm I'm angry at like writing advice and writing communities right now who have failed to translate this idea into something actionable. Here's here's what I mean. If you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, here it is. So. When we read advice on the internet about how to write better, we often talk about how the sentence should sound. I'm making air quotes, how it should sound. And how that should relay or get information across to the reader. And we're going to talk about word choice and we're going to talk about don't make your sentences too long and don't don't, don't go crazy with punctuation, which are accurate things to consider you do want to think about sentence length you do want to think about the complexity of the idea you do want to think about punctuation but that's like the easiest things to think about when the real problem is the idea that you're trying to relay and the way you are relaying it independent of sentence complexity so if we had an idea Let's make it a very simple idea for the sake of our example. If we had an idea like the chicken crosses the road, really, really simple idea. Let's do it in the past tense, make it even easier. The chicken crossed the road. There's our sentence. That's the idea. If we just had the chicken cross the road as a sentence, great. We can stop there. We've had a simple construction, a simple deployment. There's no punctuation in the middle. It's just a capital letter in the beginning and a period at the end. The chicken did an action, went across the road. It contains all the basic notes to get information out. One, two, three, we're done. If, if 
we wanted to shake it up a little bit and add just a little bit of complexity, a little bit of like, we want to say more than just have that simple sentence. We want to put some pizzazz into it. We want to do something up. We can start changing maybe the verb. Maybe the chicken doesn't cross the road. Maybe now the chicken scurries or scuttles or runs across the road. Maybe we don't want to make it a road. Maybe we want to make it a highway. Maybe we want to make it a street. Maybe we want to, you know, rather than just anchor us to a road, we want to change that whole prepositional phrase. And again, we can do that. That's no problem. The chicken ran uh, to the neighbor's yard. The chicken, uh, the chicken's claw, and we can we can get more technical if we want. We can focus on a part of the chicken and imply the rest of the chicken went with it. You know, the chicken's talons uh, scratched across the asphalt as it went from my yard to my neighbor's yard. Now we're suddenly expanding things. We, we can do a lot of stuff like that. That's pretty elementary, pretty basic. I would hope that the majority of writers who have been writing more than, let's say, three months in regular writing practice in a language they natively speak can make compositions like this just as a base level, right? We're not breaking new ground here. We're not pushing literary theory. We're not developing some kind of hyper-complex system. It's just a fucking chicken and it's going across the road. However, and here was where the problem comes in. They take this idea of a chicken needing to move, relocate from point A to point B, and the substrate, you know, the thing they're crossing over, it looks like this or it has this, blah, 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 blah. It has a pile of things. They, they don't want to challenge the idea. They want to challenge the presentation of the idea. So they're going to find the most complicated way to say this thing. It's still going to boil down to a chicken crosses the road or a chicken crossed the road, depending on our tense. But they're going to, like, hyperinflate every part of it. Hyperinflation is the idea that we're going to take elements of a sentence and make them beyond, not necessarily hyperbolic, but beyond regular construction. So we're going to, you know, instead of calling it the chicken, we're going to talk about the fowl in question, even though we weren't thinking about any other birds or thinking about any other fowl. So it's really just one chicken just kind of chilling on a road. But all of a sudden, when we call it the fowl in question, we're suggesting there's a whole fucking ring of chickens and we've picked this one in particular, which we haven't done. But we've, we, we can't just say the chicken crossed the road because that would just be too dull, too tame. And we want to stand out as a writer because we think that when we talk about how a sentence should sound, we're thinking about how we communicate and how I'm making quotes so many times i'm going to sprain my fingers how we get the idea across so it has to be more complex i have to show you as a writer how smart i am i have to show you that i'm good enough so i'm going to try and give you the most like on stage big flashy impersonal performance of writing possible so now the foul in question hurries across the asphalt dodging trucks all of a sudden, we've added traffic. We've changed the condition. We've maybe changed the nature of their speed or the way we want the reader to picture things. And we've done it in a way so that we're not fine-tuning detail. We're not saying it's a brown chicken. We're not saying it's a small chicken. We're not saying it's a, a savvy chicken with a robot wing and an eye patch. We are suddenly 
you know, developing whole new ideas and going out of our way to find a very, I'm going to, one more set of air quotes, writerly way of expressing it. This is how a writer, ta-da, would do it as opposed to, you know, just saying, hey, I'm a person, I'm, I'm getting this art across to you. The chicken crosses the road. I blame writing advice for this. I blame writing advice for this, and I blame support in writing communities for this. There's not enough support, and there's not enough support in terms of giving a writer confidence to just say the chicken crossed the road, and there's not enough support in writing to show that there is value in just saying that sometimes. We don't need to go make grand hyperbole or a huge stack of superlatives or crazy permutations of sentence structure or go out of our way to hyperpunctuate or overdo this or chain together adjectives and verb phrases and all that stuff. That's that's you're doing writing you're doing the performance of being a writer you're doing what you think some idealized hyper stylized writer would do but it's not necessarily and not likely very authentic which means your reader has to contend with not only trying to decode what it is you're saying which is going to tire them out, which is going to frustrate them, which is going to get in the way of understanding the story. But they have to do that and then figure out how this sentence in particular um, fits with the rest of the sentences. So can you imagine page upon page, chapter upon chapter of this massively uh, developed, overdeveloped, hyper-sensitive, hyper-expanded language where we are constantly making reference and constantly drawing ideas and constantly building stuff together because we just don't want to sound straightforward, because we just don't want to say something in a understandable way because we think that somehow that understandability or that simplicity is indicative of our poor quality as a writer, when in fact the opposite is true. When you're looking to improve your craft, when you're looking to evolve your writing, it comes down to not knowing or not needing to care about the 15 fucking flashy ways you could say a thing. It's about knowing that in this context, at this time, in this way, for this moment, if I just need to tell you a chicken crossed the road, the best way to do it so that it sets me up to have maximum ability, maximum utility, maximum options going forward, I can get fancier later, is to just tell you right here and now the chicken crossed the road. It it absolutely bothers me deeply, profoundly when I I interact with a client and I'm talking to them just like I talk to you and we sound like regular people and we're just talking about, you know, I'm trying to do this and I got this going on and I want to make this come across and I've got this plan and this thing. And it's just two people just talking about writing, just having a plain conversation the same way you would talk to somebody about, you know, did you watch the game last night on TV or how about that weather or how's your family doing? Plain and simple conversation. But all of a sudden, for some reason, there's this switch that gets thrown. Click. 
And all of a sudden that, that goes out the window because now we must encounter the writing. Now we must understand the nuance of language and we have to sit in fancy chairs with elbow patches on our sweaters and describe and disclaim all different kinds of things to hold reader attention in some profound performative I'm a bad role player on YouTube kind of way. And, and you don't need to. You don't need to do any of that. Your best writing, your best writing is going to come from a style that is crafted where the core of it is authentic to you and you're not trying to put on some other voice or some other structure or some other thing to communicate whatever you're trying to communicate. Yes, sometimes you're going to use longer sentences. Sometimes you're going to use punctuation. Fine but it's going to stem from and be rooted in you sounding like you. To be a writer, you don't have to be a writer. You can, you can just be you who happens to be writing. Give that some thought. I'll talk to you next week.